You're probably going to think I'm crazy, but I'm going to tell you today how the third way that leaders should activate their followers to actually fight the system was actually deployed in the last couple of weeks by both Ted Cruz and Maxine Waters. Now, very seldom would you find those two agree on anything. Very seldom would you find that I agree with both of them at the same time on anything. But I don't care where you stand in life, what your ideas are in politics, what your ideas are in the way that you run your business, whether you're more of a capitalist in ideas or a Marxist in ideas, whether you're more socialist or communist or libertarian, it doesn't matter. Here's what I know. There's one tactic that you as a leader absolutely must employ in order to activate your followers to fight the system. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. Welcome to Leading Leaders Podcast. Five-minute videos, five days a week. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. And that one tactic is really important. And it's something that we don't see even in the smallest businesses. When you work in a small business and there's, say, seven employees, and all seven of those employees answer to one manager or one GM or one company owner, Oftentimes what you see is that owner, that manager, that GM sit in an office and stare out through the window at what's going on. They don't really get engaged in the job. Many of them have been put in that position because of family relationships or something of that nature. And so even what they know about the tasks they're expecting you to do is limited knowledge. But they most certainly don't have a clue what it feels like to live in your shoes, to be in your space. Oh, they hear about it from various forms. They hear the complaints. They hear the, the accomplishments. They see the check marks next to your name when you do the things that you're supposed to do. But they really, they've never walked a mile in your shoes. They have no idea what it's like to be you. This is where I say that in the last couple of weeks, both Maxine Waters and Ted Cruz have demonstrated the ability and the willingness to do this one thing that every leader must do in order to activate their followers. And that is get out of your ivy tower, get off your high horse, get out of the box, the corner office, wherever it is that you hang out and hide out with all the other lofty leaders. Get yourself out there amongst the people and ask the question, what's really going on here? Now, I do believe that in both cases, Maxine Waters and Ted Cruz, there's been a little bit of a hyperbolic expression of what they experienced or even what they want to see done as a result of what they experienced or what they witnessed or how they perceived the events. Very much like when AOC visited the border a few years back, hasn't visited the border in the recent months. I think those expressions can be manipulated. The opportunity to get out of that ivory tower can be used, nothing more than media coverage and hyperbolic expression. But I do also believe that as a leader, if you feel like you wanna influence people in a certain direction before you get to telling them where they should go or get to telling them what they should do, you should earn the right to talk to them by being in their shoes. You should be on the streets with them for a while, live in their neighborhoods for a while, be a part of the life that they're living for a while, understand their conflicts, their issues, and the challenges they face. Because if you don't know those things, then your solutions are not gonna be relevant. Uh, go back to Learn to Roar Leadership. In fact, you can find it on the product page. You know what? I'll put it on the bottom of the, of the uh, blog post today so you can find it underneath the video. Learn to Roar Leadership is all about learning to be relevant, have ownership, speak with authority, and be responsible for what you say. 
That's a powerful representation of good, solid leadership, and it's not what we're seeing from many of our leaders today. On the one hand, we have those who want to inject themselves into an environment they have no business in, both from a policy standpoint and a pronouncement standpoint. We also, on the other hand, have those who get involved in an event or a crisis, and they want to hyperbolically express what's actually going on for their own political fodder. Neither one of those is good leadership not in a government level, and not in your business, not in your family. Here, let me give you an example of how that would look in a family. If dad came in or mom came in from work and walked in the door and saw dirty dishes on the counter and went into a tirade and said something like, you always leave your dirty dishes on the counter. You don't even care about this house. You don't care about the bills that I pay. You don't care about how much it costs to feed you. You don't care about any of that stuff. Well, that's a hyperbolic expression of a single incident. Chances are that one bowl, and maybe it is a lazy individual, maybe that one bowl of cereal after school got forgotten about, or maybe it is a habit. But the odds that that individual completely has disregarded what you pay in rent, what you pay for food, how well you take care of them, that's probably a bit of a stretch. And we know that because you started with the word always. And always is never true. Yes, it's called an overgeneralization. It's a psychological means of abuse. It's pretty common in rough relationships. When we hear the inclination or the accusation that this always happens like this, we should kind of respond to that internally and go, okay, we need to take whatever comes next with a grain of salt because starting with always or starting with never generally means this person is in emotional duress. They're either trying to get me there or they're already there, or both. As a leader, you want to make sure that you've walked where your people are walking, the people that you're leading, the people you're influencing, the places where you want to bring change. You need to be among the people to understand the challenges that they face and offer genuine solutions to the problems that they have. Look, if you've never been there, what you're offering to do to fix it probably isn't relevant at all. And that's a big deal because that's where control comes in and not leadership. When you're telling people what to do and you've never been there, when you're telling people how to change their lives and you've never lived their lives, when you're telling people what's better for them, but you have no idea what their experience is, that's control, not leadership. And that is not what we need any more of. We have plenty of tyrants in the world already. If you want to lead, if you want to be an impactful leader in today's world, if you want to see change come about, if you want to see the system shifted to be more beneficial to all people, then you have to come down from your ivory tower, get out of your corner office, climb out of your box, get off your high horse, and get among the people that you want to help. Remember the illustration we used a few weeks back of the young man who was running in cross-country, not because he loved cross-country running, but because he was a lead for a blind young man who could not see but wanted to run cross-country. And this fourth grader was running with him in order to help him find the track. That is a good demonstration of leadership. I'm running the same course you're running. I'm going the same direction you're going. I'm tied to you together, so together we rise, together we fall. That's what we mean by leadership. If you want the third way to fight in this process against the system, a good leader will get off their high horse, out of the ivory tower, out of the corner office, get out of their box, and get engaged with people where they are so you at least understand what they're going through.
Otherwise, your advice is control, not a solution. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.